0: What's up, Penguins fans? Happy Thursday, January 12th. Another off day for your Pittsburgh Penguins. For today's episode, we're going to preview the game against the Winnipeg Jets on Fridays. So the Penguins will be at home, second of two meetings against the Jets. We'll also maybe do a small preview for the game against the Hurricanes on Saturday. And we will also look at some of the lines that you'll probably see um, from both teams, what goalie rotations I would do, and plus get updates on some of the injured players. A couple of small scoops that I heard recently regarding Jeff Petrie and a couple others. So, all of that, plus a little bit more for today's episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. You're locked on penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host Hunter Hodies. In order to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. follow the show's Twitter at Longest Russell Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, has you covered this season with more props and lines, odds and lines than ever before. That is Bet Online, where the game starts. So before we get underway, just wanted to shout out. Um. Uh, Taylor from shopyins.com. Beautiful hat here. If you have not gotten yours yet, um, it, it's definitely worth it. You know, he also has shirts that he sells. I'm probably going to be wearing those um, at some point during my episodes. Um, he does a very good job and you can go to S-H-O-P-Y-I-N-Z-Z.com, Shop, shopyins.com, just add a Z to the end of the first uh, Z for Yins. And there you all go. This Again, this is the hat. Um, for those for those that are watching on, on YouTube, um, it is very good, and I'll be walking the shirt a bunch as well. But uh, Taylor, thank you so much. You know you do a great job with everything. But all right, <clears throat> let's get into it. So um, first off, <clears throat> practice updates today a lot. of base, well, k- kinda. I mean, they, they they practiced today, but not a lot of the injured players. You know, came back and practiced. Uh, Jeff Petrie still out. Crystal Tang. Um, is still in Montreal. Mike Sullivan said um, that his lower body injury <clears throat> when he comes back from Montreal, because of course he's grieving the death of his father, it will still need to be dealt with. So I think he is still a little bit banged up. Ryan Paling, not a practice. Josh Archibald, not a practice. Taylor Fadoon was recalled today from Wilkes-Barre. I don't really know why. I um, guess they just want an extra defenseman up here. I also think they may want Mark Friedman to play down in Wilkes-Barre. I think, you know, if he's just sitting out games up here, they think that's maybe just not good for him. Uh, Freeman, you know, he's been adequate since coming in this season. I think he's been better uh, than Chad Riedel, in my opinion, but, you know, that's not the way Mike Sullivan sees it, obviously. And, you know, I think they want to give Ty Smith some more work. Um, and, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Ty Smith's been, you know, he, he's he been awesome this season. Well, he's been, well, I won't say awesome, but I think he's been pretty good so far. You know, the lines have been, you know, m- mostly the same. You know, the top six is going to remain the same. Jeff Carter's going to remain Third line center, Teddy Blue, is going to remain down there. Tristan Jari was also not a practice day. I can tell you that Jeff Petrie is getting close. Um, I know he did not practice today, so he's probably not going to play on Friday and Saturday. What I've been told is I think he's about a week to 10 days away. Um, That's what I've heard at least. Um, Maybe maybe two weeks at the very most, but I would say within the next week to 10 days, um, I think you can see Petrie back with the team. I think, I think it's getting close. Yeah. Obviously he has to return to practice and have some of those in of course, but you know, I think that's coming very, very soon. No, no real update on Ryan Paling, Josh Archibald, you know, status quo, Tristan Jari. Um, I've heard that's a groin injury uh, from what I've been told by a couple people close to the team. Um, those can always be tricky. Of course, with goaltenders, he's been out for a little over, mm, yeah, it's been about 10 days now. Um, skated a couple times, you know, I think he's still probably at least a couple weeks away guys. Um, those are the full updates I have for you all. With that, um, now previewing Friday's game against the Winnipeg Jets and the Penguins. <clears throat> I will say <clears throat> they got a bit lucky in this game because the Jets tonight uh, they are in Buffalo uh, taking on the Sabers. Or I think they are. They are they're making sure they are. Yes, they are in Buffalo taking on the Sabers right now. As of this recording, they are up two to one at the second intermission, um, and they are starting Connor Hellebuck tonight. <clears throat> so that means. It's probably going to be David Riddick against the Penguins. That is a big deal. Hellebuck is one of the three to five best goaltenders in the league. He carries Winnipeg basically every single season. The fact that the Penguins will not see him in that game is massive. <clears throat> I can 100% tell you it is huge. Save percentage well over 920 again this season. Goals against average is light. Goals saved above expected, very good. Again, he is awesome. And the fact that the Penguins will not see him, <clears throat> that. You know, they're catching a big break there. Lions-wise, you know, the Penguins, um, you know, the last time the Penguins played the Jets, they beat them 3-0. That was a very close game. Remember that, you know, that was a a 0-0 game after two periods. I believe this was at the end. that first game was at the end of. um, I believe it was at the end of October, if I recall correctly. I don't think it was at the end of November. I believe it was at the end of October. It was right before, I believe, they had that really bad losing streak. I'm just going to make sure of this real quick here. If I can go back up and take a look. um, yeah, um It should be. Or was it at the end of November? I'm going to just double-check here. Um, it, it, was, it, it was one of the two. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why this is just being ridiculous right now because they they won the game on the road. The, the fact that I can't even remember this right now is – yeah, okay, so I apologize. No, M- mid to late November, three, no, November 19th. I apologize on that. Um, But <clears throat> no score game through the first two periods. Jason Zucker makes it 1-0 um, in the first period uh, – in, in the third period, excuse me. And then the Penguins, they make Connor Hellebuck look foolish a little later on in the period where he comes out of his net and it's basically just a wide-open net. Penguins make it 2-0. And then the jet, and then they ended up scoring an empty netter um, in that game. And that was the game that, um, Gen, oh yeah, it was I believe it was Gensel that no no sorry it was Russ that had that two nothing goal. Then Gensel, who's Mister Empty Net, he got the empty netter to win three nothing. Um, the Jets, <clears throat> you know what you're going to get with them. They are a defense first team, but they also do have a lot of players who can hurt you. Kyle Connor, he's one of the best goal scorers in the league. Nikolai Ehlers is also awesome. He was hurt the last time these two teams played. He, his presence will be felt this time. He, he is very, very good. Pierre-Luc Dubois, I don't think he's a first-line center in this league, but he's a very good second-line center. He can do it all in all zones. He's probably not going to be in Winnipeg after the next year or two because I think he's has as I said, on Montreal, to be honest. But <clears throat> Dubois is a very good player. Second-line, Mark Scheifele, who's been there forever. Blake Wheeler, Cole Perfetti. That's a solid top six. You know, I, I I know the Jets have been pretty decent this season. If you go to the standings right now, the Jets are in second place in the Central Division. They're actually three points out of first behind Dallas-Winnipeg this year, 26-14-1. and 14 and one. The thing is with the Jetsians, I'm not fully sold on them. I understand Connor Hellebuck is awesome. I like their top six, but you go past that, their bottom six is really bad. You know, Adam Lowry, I know he's been there for a bit. Um, Sam Gagne. But, you know, Axel, Johnson, Fialby, Kevin Stunlin, Carson Kuhlman, Saku, you know, Mattelainen. I mean, a lot of unknowns in that bottom six. Again, great top six with Kyle Connor, Nikolai Ehlers on the top line. Two of the best goal scorers in this league. Dubois, Shifley, Wheeler. You know, Shifley and Wheeler aren't what they used to be, but they can still contribute on a nightly basis. But their defense, I don't think is that good. Dylan Sandberg, Nate Schmidt, Neil Pionk, Brendan Dillon. Josh Morrissey, Dylan DeMello. I like Morrissey. I think he's turned into a really solid top-four defenseman. But, you know, <clears throat> I don't think Morrissey is, you know, is he a top-pairing defender every night? I, I don't really know. I, I think the defense is a bit weak in my opinion. And, again, and obviously um, Hellebuck is awesome. You know, Riddick, that's just a regular backup. Injuries-wise for the Jets, they're missing. David Gustafson, Logan Stanley. Uh, Mason Appleton is on IR. Vill- uh, Vill- Vill- um Hanola. And then Morgan Barron, they're both day-to-day. Um, <clears throat> with this team, you have to be very patient. I think that's what the Penguins are going to have to do in this game against the Jets. They just, you know, you obviously don't want to give up too many scoring chances to their top lines. But, you know, the Jets, again, they play a very defense-first oriented game. And the Penguins, you know, they're going to have to realize that. You know, they, they, they can't just run and gun against this team. You know, I, I think, yeah, the Jets are very well coached. This season, they're a good team for a reason, even though I'm not fully high on them. But, you know, they win games their way, and you have to respect that. So the Penguins in this game, they just got to, you know, take what the Jets give them. You're going up against a backup goaltender most likely. I don't think Hellebuck is going to go in this one. And, you know, special teams have to be good. Continue that forecheck. You know, the Penguins, they started out that first game against the Jets kind of a bit weak. Remember, I thought Penguins... You know, and the Jets had some of the better scoring chances in the first period, but Connor Hellebuck was making some good saves. Second period, I thought the Penguins really started to turn it around a bit. Um, Hellebuck was making some more great saves in the third period. He finally broke down because the Penguins were actually starting to, you know, really push the play um, in that period. You know, the Penguins, that was, I think, one of their best defensive games of the season. If I go up here and find the stats. You know, Tristan, 32 out of 32 um, with shots on goal in saves. Um, Penguins, you know, If they can limit the Jets to around that number um, in this one, I think they should be fine. So, you know, this will be a fun one. You know, the Jets have been very good this season. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I still think this is a team that can be had. The Penguins know how to play against a team like that, especially one that, you know, it's kind of, they kind of built similar forward wise to the Penguins where all their talents in the top six and their bottom six is kind of where, you know, the puck goes to die. So Penguins can just neutralize the Jets top six, I like their chances to really come out and win this game to make it three in a row. Coming up in the second segment, we are going to get into the goalie dilemma for this weekend and who I would start on Friday versus who I would start on Saturday. But before we get to that, Ben Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You need get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball. We've got it all at BenOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Ben Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is Better Online, where the game starts. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You're going to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes, follow the show's Twitter at LSR Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So, you know, <clears throat> the goalie dilemma will be the big topic of discussion. Well, one of the big topics of discussion heading into this weekend, you know, it's the first time they played a back-to-back this year in in quite a long time, I should say, um, without Tristan Jari. I know he was hurt a bit last season towards the end of the season, but the Penguins really didn't have a lot of back-to-backs back then, um, at least that season. But this season, you know, this weekend, they will have to deal with it playing at home against the Jets on Friday and then traveling to Raleigh the next night to take on the Hurricanes, a team that, you know, has had the Penguins number this season three, very close one-sided game, one-score games. that The Penguins have just not been able to come out on the right side. If it were up to me, I would go Dustin Tokarski on Friday, ride that hot hand, and just go with DeSmith on Saturday. And that's no slight to DeSmith, I don't think. I think Mike Sullivan should just go with the guy who played a bit better on uh, um, excuse me on Tuesday because, you know, you don't really have the luxury at this point to just, you know, go with your guy and all that stuff. You know, your number one goalie is hurt. He has a groin injury. Um, it's going to be probably at least a couple more weeks until he comes back. You got to go with the person who gives you the best chance to win. And right now, for this game, if you want to bank two points against a team that is playing tonight, Thursday night, when I'm recording this right now, you go with Dustin Dokarski. Did his movement look a bit shaky, you know, in the last game against the Canucks? Sure. Okay. Yeah. He came in ice cold. What do you expect? But, you know, I also thought he made some very good timely saves, one of which came with the blocker where his glove hand, I mean, his, his hand was basically out of his glove and, you know, the ref didn't see it. Usually they have to stop play in those in those instances, but, you know, that didn't happen for this one. But, you know, he was still able to make that save. He made saves through traffic. I thought his movement after he was set, after he settled in was also really solid. You know, the Penguins, you know, I think it would behoove them, especially Mike Sullivan, to go with, Kokarski in this one. You want to bank the points in the first night of the back-to-back because why? You all know why. How bad have the Penguins been on the second half of back-to-backs this season? It's bad. My numbers are right here in my notes. They've won one game on the second half of a back-to-back, and I think that game came against Chicago, one of the worst teams in the league. Um, You know, Penguins are obviously going to be very tired for that game on Saturday. That's not the best time to take on the Hurricanes. I mean, what what is a good time to take on the Hurricanes? But um, for this one, you have to go with Tokarski. And maybe if DeSmith played better on Tuesday, I would have my mind changed. I would maybe go Tokarski on Saturday against the Canucks. So with how he played after he came in and gave the team a spark and and the Penguins really stayed with it. I mean, I just don't see how you don't go with Tokarski on Friday, um, <clears throat> he's been one of the best goaltenders in the AHL this season. His numbers back it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> he also has a lot of NHL games under his plate. Do you all remember when he took the Montreal Canadiens to the Eastern Conference Final in 2014? You all probably don't. But remember when Carey Price was hurt? <laughs> that was when <laughs> that was when Chris Kreider took him out, and you know there's still some controversy to that to this day. Rangers, Canadians. Listen to He took the Rangers to six games in that series. I'm not joking. I'm sure some of you will remember that. I'm sure some of you forgot it until now. But you know he's been, he's been in this game a long time. Bounced up and down from the NHL to the AHL, and he's also played great at PPG Paints Arena. His last couple of starts, you know, he's, he saved 63 out of 65 uh, shots in his last three starts at PPG, whether it's in, with, with Buffalo or it's with Pittsburgh. So <clears throat> that is another reason I would start um took our skin this one again the penguins they need the points right now you know they've won two in a row which is good they banked a few points this week but you know in a game where you need to bank points going into saturday in raleigh where you know <clears throat> the penguins have just not played well on um, the last couple of seasons you know, especially this season against the hurricanes you know you it, it would behoove you to start the guy who had played a bit better and to smith you know he'll have a chance to redeem himself on saturday yeah will the team be a bit um <clears throat> banged up or, or tired sure but you know we've seen goalies plenty of times each and every season steal points for you when you don't have your best and when you're on a back to back. So maybe that happens with the Smith um, <clears throat> in this one. But that's what I would do with the goalies. And you know maybe you can give Smith that chance to be a little more aggressive. He can see the puck a bit better, not be so small in his net, come out of his crease because when he's not confident, he's just playing way too deep in his crease. His movement is not that good. I want to see that changed. Um, <clears throat> in Saturday against the um, on Saturday, excuse me, against the Hurricanes. So that wraps up this segment. Getting into the goalie dilemma <clears throat> for um, this weekend. Coming up in the final segment, we're going to do a short little preview for the game against the Hurricanes. Look at how they've been doing as of late and all that stuff. But before we get to that, if you're looking for delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try a built bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me or you want to eat a bit healthier but don't want to compromise, you know, taste, then I've got just the thing for you. You got to try Bilt. With built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they are so delicious, you won't even think they're good for you. They're perfect for your news resolution. And what makes Built Bar so good? Well, they, you know, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And that's right, 100% real chocolate and they come in amazing flavors like churro peanut butter brownie coconut almond i'm not sure how they do it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are healthy for you they only have 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein that's right guys head to your nearest walmart today grocery store wherever walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of bill bars you can pick up a four box of cookies and cream double chocolate, or coconut pucks, or, or whatever your heart desires. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You can thank me later. All right, we're back in this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodies. we are going to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter, Penguins, And, of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So, Penguins-Hurricanes on Saturday, the fourth and final meeting this year. Previous three meetings, the Penguins have just not gotten you know, the bounces. They're 0-1-2, and and basically 0-3. They've gotten two points in those three games. Um, they probably could have two wins. They've had a lead in all three of those games. But you know the Hurricanes have bounced back time after time against them, and the Penguins have just not been able to punch back. Um, the last game against the Hurricanes, I thought the Penguins should have won. I thought they played well enough to win. They just decided to ice Brian Newman with only a few minutes remaining in the third period, and it cost them an, an overtime. Um, Mike Sullivan got spooked putting up uh, Malkin against Jordan Stahl because he didn't want to sit out there. And, you know, he, they, they made him pay because we don't know what happened. You know, Jacob Slavin, who never scores, in a great defenseman, but never scores. Um, <clears throat> he gets the overtime winner just not even 30 seconds into overtime. You know, the Hurricanes came into tonight, losers of four in a row. You no, know, they're up 3 1 right now on the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets absolutely stink, but you know the Hurricanes, you know, they're 25 and 9 and 7. This is still a very good team. And <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. They are basically fully healthy now. Remember who was out in those matchups? Sebastian Aho and Max Pacioretty? Oh yeah, they're back now. So the Penguins, who had their hands full against this team three t- three previous times, they're gonna even have you know more of their hands full now. I will say, Pachoretti did leave Thursday's game with an injury that's not related to the Achilles. The Hurricanes announced it. Um, not sure what his status will be for Saturday's game. We'll have to see if he is at practice on Friday. Um, but he could be out again, potentially. But um, last couple of weeks, this team has gotten a lot healthier. Aho is back. He will be playing in that game. Seth Jarvis is healthy. Um, Marty Nietzsche. Marty ne- oh, gee, I always mispronounce his last name. Marty Necha. Paul Stassny, Andre Svechnikov. Jordan Stahl, Jesper Foss, Jordan Martinook, Teuvo Teravainen, Jesper Ekholm, Niemi, Stefan Nason. It's one of the deepest teams of the league. I mean, this is this is a deep team. It's they're this good. You know, they played that game against New Jersey the other night, <clears throat> lost. Still put up sixty-two shots, not shot attempts, shots. This is also a team that made UC Soros make over sixty-something saves just a couple weeks ago. Saros put the the Predators on his back and carried them to that win. I believe it was actually I think it was almost seventy shots. If I'm not mistaken. This is a team they they have an identity, they stick to it, and damn, are they good at it! They fire everything to the net. They're fast. They're they forecheck ferociously. Everything about them is good. I mean, this is outside of the Bruins. <clears throat> I think this is the best team in the conference. They really do not have many weaknesses. They really don't defensively. Slavin with Burns, Shea and Pesci, Chatfield with Coglin. They all they have all three of their goalies back now. Freddie Anderson was activated off IR. Anze Ranz is up there. I think they uh, sent down. Uh, I think they sent down uh, Kachekov, the young uh, goaltender down from their AHL team, but he's probably going to come back up pretty soon. Um, would have to imagine they go with Freddie Anderson <clears throat> And that game. That would be the first time the Penguins have seen Freddie Anderson. Um, for as long as he's been on the Hurricanes. The Penguins did not see Freddie Anderson last year. And they have not seen him in the previous three games this year because he's been hurt. Um, and Anderson was very good last year. He was one of the best goalies in the league before he got hurt. Um, <clears throat> right before the playoffs. That's been his biggest problem. He's just been really banged up. Clear. But, you know, the Penguins, they're really going to have their hands full trying to win this game, uh, especially coming off a of back-to-back. You know, if they lose that game to Winnipeg on Friday, they will be up a creek trying to win that game down in Raleigh. Um, you know, I think best-case scenario for this back-to-back is a split. Um, I would be a bit stunned if they won both games. In in typical Penguins fashion, it would actually kind of be hilarious if they did lose on Friday and then they beat Carolina and Carolina. That would just be like the total biggest Penguins thing. But again, I I would kind of be shocked if they took both those games. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Winnipeg and lose to Carolina, but if they win both, um, that would be obviously awesome for them in standings wise, but um, it would also stun me. To be honest with you, but you know that's just a small preview of what to expect. You know their penalty kill is obviously great. Their power play is not that good. The Penguins have been very good against their power play um, this season. The Penguins, you know, they just got to stop the bleeding against that kind of team. Um, you know, they got to not get outskated by them. I know that's going to be easier said than done. You know, especially on a back to back. But you know, just try not to look like you're all a bunch of old men out there. I know the Hurricanes are very quick, but you know. They, they got to you know p- play up a little bit better, um. For me, I, I know they're probably not the greatest matchup for the Penguins, but you know you got to beat this team at some point. You can't get swept by them. You know the Penguins. I haven't seen them get swept four times in a row by a team in the same division in a long, in a long, long time. It is very rare when they lose all four games to um to a divisional team. I don't think, that, to be honest, I don't think that's ever happened in the Mike Sullivan era. I don't have that stat in front of me, but if you all, if one of you does. Let me know. But I do not think they've ever been swept by a team for as um in their division for as long as Mike Sullivan's been the coach. He's been at least every team in his division once every year. So they'll have that chance on Saturday. And you know, it comes against one of the best teams in the league. But that'll do it for this episode. I really appreciate all of you listening to this one. Friday, we'll have a full game recap episode for the game against the Winnipeg Jets. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um was looking at tickets, probably not gonna get this one, maybe to the game. On Monday, not sure yet. I was gonna go on Tuesday, but I had a couple things come up. My anxiety again you know, was just really bad, but am going to try to get to the game at the game at some point. Hopefully um, on Monday or something like that. But again, thank you all so much for listening. Really appreciate it. I'll holler at, I'll holler at you guys on Friday evening to recap this game against the Jets. Talk to you all that.